Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. It's Rob Pitts. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? Oh, man. i tell you what's happening. Some crazy stuff's happening. We got all kinds of good stuff to talk about in Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Before I get too far ahead of me, we got the Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst slash car numbers guru, Richard Hoskins, in the studio. What's happening, Upstate? I'm going to tell you. Guys, what, do you watch a lot of car TV? All the time. I mean, who doesn't? Exactly. It's literally the only thing I watch. All right. Well, there's a little shakeup at the Discovery Camp. <laughs> On TV. Oh, dude. <laughs> but there's a little shakeup in the Discovery Camp right now. Mm-hmm. Velocity Channel is not going to be a Velocity Channel no more. What? And the 10 Network, the Enthusiast Network, uh-huh. is not going to be the 10 Network no more. Uh-oh. That's crazy. That's right, guys. i tell you what else is crazy. How about these new, how about the new pony cars? How about the new Camaro coming out this week? They showed pictures of it. Yes, the new Camaro. The 2019 mm-hmm. Camaro. Looks a little mm. Honda Cordish to me. A little bit. Just saying, yeah. I think, I think it's cool looking. Uh, I think the retro thing is dead, and I'm kind of glad to see it. It's so now they're going in their own little... They're turning back into sports cars. Um, pony cars, whatever. Uh, the retro thing was cool for a minute. Um, I think we've pretty much pounded it until it stopped <laughs> shaking. Well, it's kind of like music nowadays. Have you ever noticed anything that's really good? It's got a eighty. It's got a something. Yeah, it's got an eighties backbeat to it. Yep. I'm just throwing that out there. I agree. I agree. Be like, man, did you hear that new Justin Bieber song? Yeah, yeah you know the one with Cool and the Gang in the background. <laughs> that one. Yeah. It, well, it, I mean, it's hard to reinvent the wheel. No, it's just hard to beat the eighties. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean. I mean I, but and that's the thing. I mean, I'm with Richard. It is beat to death, but they're getting a little off. Yeah, um, that 2019 Camaro looks a lot can, can like we, a Honda. Can Corn. we harp on this for a second? We can harp away because right, yeah, I mean you you said it, but you're exactly right. If you compare the front end to a Honda, I guess Accord, and the Camaro, it's identical. It really is. I mean, this pull is... the H off, put a bow tie on, and I'm a Chevy guy, and this thing's terrible. And and the Honda even comes in a similar blue as the Camaro does. That's just bad. How about the new Challengers are coming out with? I haven't seen it, but uh, I'm, I'm probably going to buy one. Apparently, they're going to be a lot smaller. They're going to be on an Alfa Romeo chassis. And uh, it, it cracks me up because, like, all the Challenger people that had the new ones are like, oh, don't make it smaller and don't offer a six-cylinder and don't make a Turbo 4. They make a Turbo 4 smaller Challenger. I'm going to buy one. But this is the thing. Would it be considered a pony car? Yeah. There's been four-cylinder pony cars for 45 well, uh, years. Well, I mean, you got a valid point. You do serve a point. Now, I am pulling up the new Challenger, and I'm guessing you're talking about that guy right there. That's yes. not real. Okay, so that's not real. That's, that's been floating around for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's very fake. That's like those Sasquatch pictures. Well, I can't find what we're after. So they're, they're putting they out new... It hasn't been shown yet. Like, it hasn't been even spy photos. It's kind of like the Ford Bronco that I still... I will not believe till I see one sitting at the Ford dealership. So, do you think with them going to a They've been talking about a new Bronco since OJ got out of his. All right, all right. So here's an interesting concept. Here's an 
This is this is good. This is good. So they're going to an Alfa Romeo chassis on the Challenger, right? So it's going to obviously be a smaller car. What if that's their excuse for coming out with a new duster? I would say they would come out. No. I don't think that's going to be They're the not case. going to compete with themselves. Why would Dodge bring out two? Well, one, the Duster was a Plymouth, and if I ever see a Dodge Barracuda, I'm going to kill myself. Uh, <laughs> bring the Cuda back! Uh-uh. You know that, why? Because Plymouth is not there no more. Exactly. It's not right. Get your key out of it, your it, ear. It ain't 1970 anymore, and nothing that you name a car or any sticker package that you put on it isn't going to turn it into a 1970. No, I agree with you there. But huh? <laughs> <laughs> what you trying to say? No, I agree with that. I agree with that statement. But um, I just, I Dodge, Dodge has been known to do things like this. Well, they have. Oh yeah, they've been known to do a lot of things usually, with stickers. Usually on a very small scale, if it's actually a special car. But when you're introducing one new small coupe that's already fighting for sales against its two main competitors, why would you bring out two? I'm with you there, and you know Alfa Romeo is probably going to have the metric equivalent of it also. Yeah, exactly. Very interesting. I wonder if it's going to look a lot like the little Miata Sportster coupe. It's not going to be that small. Uh, if it's the size of an actual 70 or 71, that would be perfect to me. I'm with you there. Maybe, and, maybe, yeah, maybe a Challenger that like don't weigh 13,000 pounds. Trying to make it look, you know, without trying to make it something that's not. Well... To me, out of all the pony cars, I think Dodge knocked it out of the park. I have to agree with you. Going there. with the body lines and things like that. My only qualm with the Challengers, to me, the thin chrome bumpers made a Challenger. Yeah, well, they make those for the new ones, but they look exactly how you would expect them to. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, su- I'm assuming they're plastic and they stick of on. Yeah, yes. the but but to me, but you know what I mean. Like it needed a bumper, kind of something yeah, brought it into needed it. Needed something, and there was way too much under the grill. Exactly. Like it needed. It looked like somebody without a chin. If you could have channeled it about five or six inches, it yeah. would have been perfect. But. I mean, but and then the Camaro, they just got way out. The Camaro, to me... It, like, the front it, end was going good, and then the back, they're like, hey, how about them Vega tail lights? Stick them in there. <laughs> to me, when they came out with the first, uh, fifth-gen Camaro, and, and I don't mean any offense to anybody that's into them, but to me, it just always had a Hot Wheels appeal to it. A little exaggerated wheels on it, uh, big openings. It just always had that Hot Wheels feel, and I just I never cared for it. It looked like a toy. That might be why Corey Wheeler liked him so much. <laughs> He's a little kid. He? He's a little kid. That, that, I actually makes... made a Hot Wheels edition. I know. It really looked like a Hot Wheels. <laughs> well, they had well, them at SEMA on tracks, yeah. like a full-size <laughs> Hot Wheels track, but with real cars on it. My no, point like has been that. proven more and more again. More and more again. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, so, I mean, and then, then you got the Mustang, which I want to tell you something. <laughs> this is the thing. You had the Mustang GT in 2005. That's a sexy car. Yeah, that was a good looking car. Got some good lines with it. And then they started changing it up, changing it up. It's kind of like, remember back in the VCR days, which Robert don't remember this so much. But oh, you remember, I, I'm a VCR kid. You remember a lot like your vertical hold, like you're tracking, <laughs> like it's stretching out of shape? That's the same idea like the Mustang. It's getting all out of whack. I agree with you there. I like them. Uh, my third Challenger would have been one, but... In 2015, I went to look at them. But Dodge didn't make them? Well, I pulled up to the Ford dealership, and my then my first 2015 Dodge Challenger, and nobody would come out to talk to me about a 2015 Mustang. So I left and went and bought another Challenger. I'm with you. See, here's my thing. They, you know, know, they didn't want you to play in their party. 
not necessarily Dodge because the Challenger hasn't had a long lifespan, but the Camaro and the Mustang. You said those two side by sides both have had very drastic changes in their looks and appeals over the years. So I think like the new Mustang, I don't think there's nothing wrong with the direction it's heading in. I think it's a very aggressive looking car. But the Camaro, to me, is going back toward a family sedan. What? They're going to come out with a four-door Camaro. They, it scares me, they but they might. One. It's, it's going to be a Camaro SUV. There's a four-door Camaro right now. I have one sitting outside. This <laughs> <laughs> just happens to have a Cadillac emblem on it. It's the exact same chassis. That's insane. There you go. So it, you could very well see that platform come out. I don't I don't, I don't think that they happening. would make A four-door Camaro. You know what? Yeah. I'm talking about like trailer park uprisings yeah, would happen. Yeah. But you're talking They'd about be flipping single wides over. You what, can't be doing that. You man. know, you, you never thought you'd see a four door charger either. You think uh, putting four well, cylinders in them is going to make people mad? Yeah. <laughs> but I, but uh, I mean, you know, in all honesty, though, I mean, with we know GM's pushing toward an all electric platform, so their muscle car era is going to die out with that. Well, there's, I mean, you know, I hate to be. I hate to even admit this. There's great power in electric cars. I mean, they, they are fast, they're peppy, but that sound is not there. You're, you're right. I mean, and I think that's going to kill it. I think that's going to kill GM as far as the performance aspect goes. I think someone will always buy like a an E-Ray if they do choose to call the Corvette that. I think someone will always buy them and mod them, but past that, I think GM's you know really shooting their foot here. Well, I'll tell you what, I hate to pull the plug on this right here, <laughs> but we're going to talk about it some more here in the next segment. We're going to talk about GM and their big step to electric that I hope they don't make. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I tell you what, we're going to keep the lights on right here at Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Stay tuned! On uh, 106.3 WORD. Alright, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Hot Rod! What's happening, dude? Now, you over here babbling, talking about all this electric talk. This is Hot Rods and Happy Hour, not emos and electrons or no. electrical outlets. No. I'm serious. You were talking, oh, they came out with electric. That's silly talk. Well, it's not silly talk because I don't know if you remember back. I believe we talked about this back in October. Um, GM is actually pushing by 2023 to have 20 new electric vehicles in their lineup. I don't mind if they make 20 of them as long as they leave the rest of them gas. They're not going to. Eh, gas engines aren't going anywhere anytime soon. You know how many dinosaurs we had roaming the earth? We're good. <laughs> Electric cars are stupid is the main reason. Well, okay, I hate to burst the bubble, but, I mean, California's already pushing for laws. China has pushed for laws. But California pushes for a lot of things. I'm just throwing that out there. Well, I mean, it's going to follow. It's a trend. I hate it. They I don't... passed a bill for electric toothbrushes one time. Right, I'm look, just throwing that out there. Look, that's still a thing, Rob. It doesn't matter. In the last week... Tesla's on the verge of bankruptcy right now. They're getting sued by the U.S. It's government. Well, Elon Musk lives a different lifestyle than most people, and yeah, he probably is going bankrupt. You know what? You think all that money he's making off him Tesla's to get them teeth fixed. I'm just throwing that out there. I hate to be that guy, but sorry. Just... That's how you feel. I am. I mean, you know, I mean, that's. I, mean, I agree with you. Like he's giving an interview. He's like, yeah, you know, the the Tesla's this not and this. And I'm like, how about orthodontist? <laughs> you know, I'm thinking that the whole time. Fix your damn teeth. Really? <laughs> Goodness gracious, son! You smile at me. It looks like a picket fence. All right. So here's the deal. China that needs to be painted. China. <laughs> I, I sound like Trump when I say that. China. 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 They are uh, actually. 
Oh, uh, yes, chain. I gotta make the hand motions. Exactly. Chain. That's the beauty of radio. We can't see that. <laughs> we can't see that. I'm doing them, though, so that's all that matters. But, uh, no, China seriously is pushing by, uh, I believe, 2020 is the year. Um, they're wanting to have, they have six million, six million or billion? Six million. Six million cars produced a year in China. They're wanting by 2020, four million of them produced every year to be electric. Not going to happen. That's never going to happen. I don't know. I, I believe if anybody can make it happen, China will be the one. That's, but Chevrolet is also looking for China to be their main market with all these electric vehicles. Good. <laughs> well, I agree with you there, too. <laughs> well, this is the thing. These batteries, I want to tell you something, they don't make them out of cotton candy and rainbows. No, I mean, <laughs> that's and, true. and I know what you're about to say, and we've said it time and time again on the show, and you can go ahead and say it because you're absolutely right. They're just extending the tailpipe. Exactly. That electric power has to go from somewhere. Till U.S. can make their power grid a little more enviro-friendly. Like I said, if you're going to make an omelet, you got to crack an egg. The end. There's no way around. Let's set them egg beater things. I don't know how they make those. <laughs> but I think, you ever seen the oil changes where, like, they, get, they put the tube down the dipstick and they suck the oil out? I guess that's how they do egg beaters. I don't know. That's the only thing I can figure. That's not really eggs, though. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, uh, you know. Okay, and, and for China, they're looking to uh, 2025 is when they're wanting the 6 million, out of the 6 million, the 4 million to be built. But their hopes is by year 2040, and I know we're talking when all of us are probably going to be dead, but by year. Speak for yourself. I mean, I see the way you live, <laughs> both of you. I mean, I'm just what saying. What are you trying to say? I'm just, Thanks, man. I'm just saying. It's like, what are you trying to say over there? You got another. I'm not going to make it to 62. <laughs> You got you got a little over twenty left in you. I'm Is just it saying. bad when a man that weighs over four hundred pounds tells you that, Richard? <laughs> and he's right. <laughs> and, he, and, he's, and he's right. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, by twenty forty, China wants to have all electric in the country. Well, you know what? China can have mm. those things. They can ride around all day long with those. But here in the U.S. of A., I want to tell you something. If I was riding around in my electric car right here in Greenville, South Carolina, and I decided to take me a day trip to Pickens, I would be a little scared to. Better find a charging station. <laughs> Where at? Or three. In Pickens. There's, there's, there's probably four houses <laughs> with power in them, you know? But you got to think, uh, and I, I think that's why China has set the Are realistic. You unplug a red light? <laughs> Hang on, I need this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see your iPhone charger. <laughs> it's cute. It's, there is rumor, though, why, why I made that joke. There is rumor of Apple getting into the self-driving car thing. Oh, that's what they need to do. Yeah. yeah I think they took a pretty big step back on that mm. uh, here a couple weeks ago. Well, I think I think it would be hilarious because, you know, every time you pick up your iPhone, it needs an update. <laughs> Could you imagine your car doing that going down the road? Oh, yeah. No! Or you can't find the charger for it because they don't change how it. To, or it wants to take a, a live picture. That makes yeah. no sense whatsoever to me. You know, they come out with a new year model. They're going to change the charger on you. Oh, it gets you every time. <laughs> so you're going to have to buy that new charger. Yeah, you'll have to go to Spinks and get you a new charger because they don't want to sell them. Four ninety nine in a bin. Yeah. You need color you, you got, want. I got this hot pink charger. <laughs> so you got a red one for a Ford? <laughs> you got a badass black Corvette that's all electric and you got a pink charger coming out of it. You have one with a picture Shut up. Like I stole this from my kid sister. <laughs> Oh, that's too good. She's mad. She can't charge her Barbie Jeep, but my vet's going. <laughs> so very interesting. Apart from the battery-operated vehicles, General Motors is actually looking at uh, hydrogen fuel cell electric vehicles. That's a good idea. I, I agree better. with that. Anyway. I think we're going to start making nuclear ones. I, saw I think that'd be a good one. I saw a powered garbage truck today. Yeah. 
Yes, compressed natural gas. That's a good deal. That's Jeez, a good turbine. Um, compressed natural gas is good and bad. It's uh, better than electric. It is. It's still fossil fuel either way you twist right. it, but it's a fossil fuel that I mean BMW runs off compressed natural gas. Yeah. Um, the thing you got to think about with natural gas though is fill ups, stations. Yeah. Takes longer to fill up, things like that. I mean. There's certain things that are a little aggravating to work on, but there's you're a lot going, of the cup cars are compressed natural gas also. You're going to run the same problems no matter your fueling source. You're going to have to refuel at some point in time. The problem with electric is if you're taking a long haul, how long can you sit on the side of the road for and wait? Well, and I mean, the thing with compressed natural gas is that it's a, uh, I don't know. To me, I mean, like, I think of Fort Lift still. Yeah. Propane. Yeah. Yep. And then you got Hank Hill. I sell propane and propane accessories. I like to think of it as God's gas. <laughs> but it's compressed natural gas never caught on. You know, Jack Roush took a bath in this whole compressed natural gas thing. He came out with the F-150 conversion. And the thing is, if you started out with a F-150 with a V6 and an eight-foot-long bed, now you got an F-150 that has 30 less horsepower and a four-foot bed <laughs> with all the stuff in it. And, and, and it cost 13000 more than a regular F-150. So needless to say, it wasn't a real hot seller. Yeah, but well, think of the fuel savings. it got savings. like a half a mile a gallon better. <laughs> I was about to say, think of the fuel savings. It'll pay for itself. Yeah, if, you, if, if, it drive, <laughs> if you drive at a million miles, you'll almost break even. <laughs> it's a good quality item, Clark. I'm telling you. I want, old Jack Roush, I'm sure he's a pretty good salesman, but I don't know if he's that good or not. No, no. Um... They've came up with a lot of terrible ideas, and we talked about this before. I know propane companies that still run their cars, which it makes sense for them. Yeah, because they can fuel easy, easy enough. But I tell you what else don't fuel this thing, though. No commercials. we got to take a commercial break, guys. Absolutely. Guys, stay tuned. we got a lot, of hot, lot more hot rides and happy hour coming your way. Uh, 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. We're going to make the hot rods and happy hour. Now. Yes. You were talking about something about natural gas. Yeah. Now, it usually concerns me when you bring up anything like this, <laughs> especially no. when we're riding in the car together. No, but I think while we we're on break, though. Crack I th- the window, somebody. I, I think Richard actually brought up some good points on the electric car thing. Uh, talking about government, politics, and things. Well, and you the, said it well earlier. Thank you. If, if only you could do do a repeat performance, that'd be great. I'll, I'll do my best, uh, and without trying to be too political, because that's not what this show's about at all. But uh, my theory is that everything with government is designed to fail, and the reason that government is pushing such an expensive, complicated, inferior way to power motor vehicles is because it's never going to work. <laughs> so you keep pushing it, you can. It's, it's money laundering, basically. More or less. I mean, CNG, yeah, it's got its problems, but it's worlds better than electric. And honestly, with everything that we've created, why can't we create a synthetic fuel source? You know, that's a really good one. I've actually thought about that before. The way, or, we, well, technically we do, well, it's not technically synthetic because we use ethanol to make it, but. Or, and I, I'm going to quote a uh, a 10th grade chemistry teacher of mine when I say this. I was told there is enough energy in a single drop of gasoline to power a car around the world X number of times. So if we, because, you know, think about it, atom bomb splits atom. Right. We get a lot. So think about a drop of fuel is actually a lot of atoms, like a lot of them. Not, not to get all scientific here, but 
Actually, think of the I feel poten- like I need a lab coat. No, think of the potential energy inside fuel that we ain't even harnessing yet. And I think the technology. Can I stop that, you for just a second? No, because you. We ain't even harnessing I, yet. I, I know exactly. That was, that was just that put that sold me right I, there. I did go to Union. Sign me. I did go to. We Union. ain't even harnessing yet. I did go to Union. Okay? If you were a brain surgeon, you know what I'd say? Let the tumor get me. <laughs> But I mean, in all seriousness, though, we aren't even um, even harnessing this energy at all. So I mean, and I'm with you. Um, there's I've also been, this this is where you can throw in the fear, uh, theories of like the fish carburetor and the 200 mile per gallon Cadillac and all this. Uh, is this even possible? Yeah. And the vapor car. And you know, yeah, vapor. That's that's myth. Um, um, the 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 two hundred the car that ran off water and the car that runs <laughs> hydrogen bomb powered. What you know? What this is my thing with it. If it's going to go vroom vroom and blow smoke out the back, it's got to have something to combust. The end. This is my logic with gasoline. Do you realize there's no shortage of gasoline? There's no shortage of oil in this country. Hundreds of years worth of oil, or just in the United States alone. Oh, I agree. Alaska alone contains it. Right. Well, Alaska is selling it off to other countries. That's the thing. We have so much oil. And everybody's like, what do you do when the oil runs out? I'll be honest with you. You're going to be worm food by that point anyway. It don't matter. All right. Can you're going to be making oil, can I, technically. Can I, I pull another <laughs> another interesting perspective into this? I'm going to go really. We're going, to be, we're going to be pumping you up and burning you by then. I'm going to go on a religious standpoint uh, on this one. If God truly created the earth, then he put every resource on this planet that we absolutely need. Do you think any of it would actually run out? And you know what? I'm pretty sure back in Jerusalem, man, have no plugins for no Teslas. I'm just throwing that <laughs> there out there. There you go. There you go. Elon <laughs> Musk, take that. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, you don't plug a camel in. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Elon Musk is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, in all seriousness, the supplies we need are on this planet. I've read a good book quite a few times. I heard a thing yet about t- plugging something in and charging it. <laughs> hey, Joseph, plug my camel in. <laughs> I think there's that do, one do, spot. Do, does this end have Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> I think they it's, mentioned it in the book of Isaiah. <laughs> it's, it's got two bars. <laughs> <laughs> Service <laughs> sucks here. <laughs> That was a camel hunt joke. <laughs> it's a terrible one, too. It's funny, though. It was funny. But, no, I mean, in all seriousness, I think the resources are on this planet that we need to survive throughout this planet. It is. I think a lot of it is in a tizzy. Global warming is another one that I think is really blown out portion. Don't get me wrong. The temperature of the Earth has came up like a quarter of a degree in two million years. But, in theory... I don't see the world flooding. I don't see it like a big toilet bowl and somebody's about to flush well, it. You know. I okay. Mean, How long would it take for that to happen? And I'll be honest with you. I don't think I'm gonna be around. Yeah, I don't. You know what? I can't swim. I'm not even worried. You know, it's skeptical if the three of us are gonna make it to see China have all electric vehicles, much less <laughs> the polar ice caps melting. I don't think we're going to make it there. Uh, so I mean. Can't some of this we just let be new owner problems? Exactly. You know what? I'm with you there a little bit. It's kind of like a used car. You know, <laughs> just, just got to pass it off. When the old pavilion at Myrtle Beach is now underwater due to global warming, 
you know what? Let's let's put together some ideas. Heck, when Columbia is underwater, <laughs> that's when we'll do it. Yeah. Let's put together just... some ideas at that point. Maybe they'll be better at water polo than football down there. It's hell when Asheville can offer oceanfront property in it. <laughs> you got mountain views and ocean views. You're joking, but I mean, my my belief on it is is you can't force it. You can't no. force and, and the you progress can't. of industry or of transportation. If there's a better idea, we're gonna find it. It yeah. is. You well, can't force a bad idea. They're and not fear. Be a bad they're trying. They're using fear tactics. Of course. People are sheep. They're gonna listen. They're going to listen to what they say. And if you keep harping and you get enough experts in a room to mm-hmm. say the same thing, Lord what, have mercy, what's them polar bears going to do? What qualifies these experts, though? Exactly. Nobody knows what was happening two million years ago. They're guessing at it then. Yeah. You know, and this is my thing with it. And I understand. I mean, it is a thing. I'm not trying to say they're wrong. I'm not any of that grassy knoll thing or any of that stuff. But I am saying this. Gasoline is here to stay. It's now. Is there going to be electric cars? Yes, you're going to see more electric cars. But I look at electric cars kind of like Robbie Stein and his electric golf cart. It's it's badass. I love it. But you know what? It's a novelty. Now here's a here's another interesting theory. Uh, it's a novelty. Take the same thing that happened with guns. Well, we can't. We know we're never going to be able to outlaw guns. We're never going to be able to take all the guns from all the gun owners. It just can't feasibly happen. We'll start another war. All you got to do is make them illegal, just like they did drugs. Sure, it works every time. Trust me. Stop but, me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what you can do is you can make ammunition so high-priced that you can't even afford it. And I think that's the same There's thing. There's a way around that, though. I Reloaders. Th- I think the same thing Absolutely. will happen with, with fuel. Oh. I think it'll be taxed through the roof. Uh, Illinois was actually just talking. I uh, saw this it's already taxed through the roof. Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Illinois though the state of Illinois is talking about adding an eighty-five cent sales tax onto their At fuel. Eighty-five cents. Eighty-five uh, cents. This is my thing with gas, and I used to joke with people all the time about this. It's only really good for one thing. If you stop, if everybody in America stopped for a week buying gas, if you didn't buy gas for a week, if 90% of the country quit buying gas, it'd be a quarter of a gallon next week. Oh, absolutely. Because you they can't eat it. Rid of it. Yeah, you can't eat it. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? They've got you where they want you. You have to have it, so you're going to pay. If it's $10 a gallon, you're still going to pay for it. And here's the beautiful thing about gasoline, you know, and you almost said what I had in my mind. If, even if you stopped using it, what can you do with it past that? Exactly. What can you actually, what can you, what can be done with it? I'm with you. So why not use it? It's here. Use it. Well, and I mean that's the name of the game. We aren't running out. No, we're not running out of gas. We're nowhere near even. And on top of that, they're cutting it with corn. Oil. They're cutting it with corn. But now that's messing with the corn farmers now. So. But I mean, you're. We're not going to run out. No. Never. We'll create something else, even if we did what you're right. We're never going through anyway, but you know what? We're going to create something better eventually anyway. Just try, stop trying to force it. Exactly. exactly. Uh, you know what? I think there, I think I believe you said it. There will become a time and a place for an electric car to be a, a viable option. I think around town in the city somewhere, electric buses, you know, things of that nature, I and, see it. And I think there will come a time where probably... Uh, Nope, I'm not going to say that. Never mind. But in a real-world sense, probably all of us would have an electric car... <laughs> Sitting out front, bear really? with me. No, not bloody no. likely. 
I mean, you know. The car I drove here, they don't even have electric windows in it, okay? I mean, you know, if we don't electric swap on something old, you know, we'd have an electric car is what I'm saying. But, I mean, I think there would come a time where a family would have an electric car, but there would also be a gas-powered truck or something out in the yard It'd as well. like the Volkswagen Beetle of our era. Yes. <laughs> like the actual Volkswagen Beetle. I'm not talking about that front-wheel drive thing they sell now. <laughs> like it, it the real second. one. Yeah. People bought them because they were cheap and they were a second vehicle, but uh-uh. Not, well, electric cars here, aren't sir. cheap. That's the catch. Yeah, that's true. Well, and, no, no car's cheap anymore. Well, no. and the, another thing is the electric vehicles are so heavily subsidized that nobody it's an inflated market. Nobody knows what they cost anyway. Exactly. i tell you what it does cost to make this show run. Hmm, about 10 commercials, guys. <laughs> Stay tuned. we got Hot Rods and Happy Hour coming back. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. And I hate to do it, but we're going to pull the plug talking about electric cars. <laughs> I refuse to talk anymore about electric cars for the rest. If Robbie Steen come in here, the Guinness Book World Record holder holder for the world's fastest electric golf cart, he came in here and won't talk about golf carts, I'll tell him to rub not today. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> well, that's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> oh God. Woot woot. So what, what do you want to talk about next? All right. So we're all big fans of the Velocity Channel. Yep. Yep. Seven seventy eight on uh Charter right. Spectrum. That's right. And uh you know, that's a that's a that's a great channel. It's it's, it's a car guy thing, you know. Hashtag charter if you want to sponsor us. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hey. <laughs> hashtag Spectrum. Fast internet. Call us. So uh you know, everybody likes Velocity Channel. It's like the car guys could you really? Uh you know what, it's pollen season. T V's the thing, you know. It's, just, it's pollen season, I can't help it. I said TV, not TB, dummy. <laughs> but, you know, Velocity Channel is the car guys go to. It's kind of like HGTV for guys. And, uh, and you know, and that's, that's the thing. But now Discovery Channel, who owns Velocity, and every other big channel on cable. And everything else. Yeah. Well, now <laughs> they bought Peterson Publications. So you got to think about what's Peterson Publications? You know that Hot Rod magazine you got in your bathroom that you read? Guess what? That's Peterson Publications. All right, so this link was actually made very early on because if we all remember correctly, when Roadkill started off, they were on Motor Trend's channel on YouTube. Well, that, well, you got to think about Motor Trend Magazine and Hot Rod. They're all sister companies. Yes, they are. Um, Under under Peterson Publications. Well, now Discovery bought Peterson. They actually bought Peterson back September, somewhere right there, right around SEMA time. Was, it was right. It was because I think their big thing with that was that uh, Roadkill was moving over to Velocity or right. Discovery. Well, well, the thing was with that, or the, with that was they started the Ten Network, yeah, which is the Enthusiast Network, right? Or T E N Ten, and uh, now Motor Trend, Peterson Publications, and Ten, and Velocity are now known as Motor Trend. Period. Yeah. That blows my mind. They've changed the name to Motor Trend, but your your little your little roadkill buddy Dave, Mister Friedberger, Mister Friedberger, he he actually made an interesting post on Instagram. We were talking about it, or not? Like, like you know, we were. I wouldn't talk to him anyway. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wouldn't even go bowling with the guy. Nice. But the uh, I'd I'll use him t- for a ball. I hold anyway, my tongue. The uh, he made a post today that in 1948, 
Hot Rod Magazine was started by Peterson Publications. In 1949, they started Motor Trend. Well, after that, they actually started, instead of being called Peterson Publications, it was called Trend. I believe is what it was actually called. The uh, the cool thing about the uh, Trend Incorporated was Trend exactly what it was called in 1949. And now, you got to think about it, what, 70 years later... It's being called Motor Trend. Everything is. And now it's Velocity Channel, all the internet content, which is your 10 stuff, or Motor Trend on demand now. And so everything's going Motor Trend. And this is my thing with that. You know how cool. Motor Trend has never been that big of a magazine. Hang on, hang on. You know something? This just put thought in my mind. It's like the popular mechanics of car magazines. Uh, I was hang on, hang on. Don't, don't, don't shoot this down so fast because this can actually be really good for right here in the upstate. Really? Yes, it can. It can trickle down and be very good right here in the upstate. Who comes to the TD convention every year? Oh, yeah, the Motor Trend Auto Show. Although, this that's a spinoff of it. but it's, It is, but now it's got Discovery Channel backing. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's kind yeah. of reaching. But. You're hoping. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a lot of it right there is hoping. But, it's, but still, there's a possibility. Yeah, it is. You know, of course, the auto show also comes to every... City well, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm saying they're all going to pick up. Is yeah, what. And, and I mean, that's a cool thing about it. I mean, and Discovery has really took the automotive ball and ran with it. They have. But in the process, they have created a monopoly. you got to think about it. Back when we had Power Nation or Power Block on Spike and things like that, you've got a few shows on NBC SN, the sports network, Yeah, which is also... Which, part of Discovery. Yeah, who owns Discovery. But, so. but but you know what I'm saying. So now, basically, if you're going to be in car TV, unless you're going to be talking about swamp buggies on MAV TV, guess what? You're going to be on, on Motor Trend. Yeah, Motor Trend. I'll just be happy if I don't have to watch the same four shows every damn night for seven months. <laughs> are you saying you don't like chasing classic cars? I like it the first five times I see it. Yeah. Wayne Carini's good the first time or the 40th time. Uh, yeah. I, I beg the, they're, they're I really beg the pushing that 40th time. Thing. You're down on You just don't like you got a thing with short people in general. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like Wayne Carini. Wayne Carini's five foot four and just full of spunk. You know, he's just, I like, I like, I like to get Wayne Carini just give him a hug. I wouldn't even shake his hand. I just want to hug him. Just pick him up and hug Cause, him. Because his head's going to hit me right like at my belly button and be like, just I, feel come like here. I, I feel like I'm hugging my kid brother or something. Just you come know? in here, buddy. Bring it in. Just bring it in. Wayne Carini looks like a garden gnome. <laughs> I just thought about that. You know, Wayne Green's first gig was with Travelocity, you know? <laughs> you never have to roam alone. Oh, man. Now every time you see Wayne Green, you don't think about the Travelocity commercials. He kind of lost me when he said a bunch of wrong stuff about a Shelby Dodge, and that is. That's, that's one well, way to kind of make me not like you. <laughs> you and three others. Yeah. I know, but they all listen to this. It's kind of like, kinda like, kinda like those Bill Club of America, all four of you. All you four know? of us. We're pissed. Exactly. <laughs> Counting you. <laughs> yeah. I'm mad. I'm irritated. Oh, Lord. They called off the Christmas supper this year. <laughs> pretty bad. They don't even have to reserve a table for four. <laughs> you don't even have to call ahead. That's bad. Oh, God. But, you what, know, were, what were we talking about? We are actually talking about Discovery, or Discovery changes the name of Velocity and everything that's related to Velocity and Discovery automotive-wise to Motor, Motor Trend. So it's actually going to be really interesting. There's a lot of new shows coming out, <laughs> a lot of cool things like that. Uh uh, you know, so it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, but they've really took the ball and ran with it. you got to think about it. You know, 
15 years ago, we had four automotive television shows. Yeah. yeah. Now we have 50. Uh, I mean, did we There's all, just only four episodes. Did right? we not live for Sunday morning with Stacy David on trucks? I hate that guy. Oh, God. Do Stacey, you really? Stacy David. One, he's got two first names. Yeah. Well, I agree with you there, but that was all we had at one time. And his he hair. And a bullet, yeah. And, his, <laughs> and he's been wearing that checker flag shirt. I think it's tattooed to his body. I really yeah. do. I've seen the man in person. I've seen him on television. I've never seen him not wear black jeans and that checker flag shirt everywhere he goes. He wears it to bed. Oh, I've I'm come to that conclusion. Or his covers are done in checker flag. One I don't trust anyone that wears black jeans anyway. You know what? That's actually very true. That's sound advice to live by, actually. That, that it, you know what? Pretty much anything shady, they had black jeans on around me. Right. The only way you get away with black pants is either slacks or dickies. Exactly. Yeah. You come, Denim material? You come, you come at me with black blue jeans on? No. Them are the people your mama told you about. Exactly right. Exactly. That's just crazy. But yeah, but Stacey Day, like, I mean, I've seen this man. This is SEMA. I mean, people are walking around in sequence jumpsuits. He looks like a 90s country <laughs> music singer. One that plays at Greenville Pick and Speedway, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he looks like he might could stand, stand in for Brooks and Dunn. I don't know. I think I'll take Kicks Brooks over that. I don't know. I've, the power block was fun, though. But we don't realize how good we have it now. Yeah, the power block is all we had. The best yeah. The best part about the power block, though, hands down, Courtney Hanson. Oh, <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. Courtney Hanson. Although, a major letdown if you ever meet her in person. Yeah, I agree with you there. TV magic and makeup go a long way. Still gorgeous and sweet as she can be. But uh, I still would. Got a, got a Take bi- a commercial break, that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, horrible, horrible. Guys, stay tuned. We got a lot more Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.